What's up, everybody? This is Renelle Golden, your host of Movie Making Podcast, where you'll hear authentic freeform chats about the people who make our movie industry tick. Movie Making with Renelle Golden is brought to you by Samira Entertainment, supporting indie films and the filmmakers who create them. Stop by their website to learn more www.samiraentertainment.com That's www.samiraentertainment.com Hi everybody, um, we are here with Anthony Sturmus today. He is a storyboard artist, um, designer, I, you're just all around very creative visually and I'm so glad you're here with us. How are you doing today, Anthony? I'm doing really, really well this morning right now. I got my coffee. I've got my notes. I've got I'm like, oh, I'm prepared. I've been up since five in the morning. Oh wow! So you all good things? Maybe yes, not five thing. in the morning. That's kind of early if you're not working on set. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's I've been doing that for a while. It's just kind of like the early bird gets the worm. So you, oh, you know, do you get up and watch the sunrise? Things like that. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. So you are a storyboard artist, and I, and I know a lot of times I don't hear many interviews with them, but it's a position that I think is really critical and mm -hmm. and very important to getting us all on the same page for telling the story. So yes. when did you get involved in um, becoming a storyboard artist? What what brought you there? Great question. Um, I graduated from the Art Institute um, early, and it was in um, multimedia animation. But while taking this this um, course, um, I ran into Bill Racinos, who was the original uh, storyboard artist for Ghostbusters in the early 80s, the cult classic. Oh, anyway, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I was really intrigued how he taught me certain things and certain things to look for. And I found out that was the true importance of filmmaking before anything. It is, yeah. You can literally sit down with the director and have something on a napkin before anybody else has anything. It's done. You can right, have right. literally in seconds. And it's truly important because um, as I started to learn more, more storyboarding in my earlier years, I learned that it, you know, it helps generate ideas, identify shots, um, creating um you know the whole blueprint of the whole film before even anything even any uh film is being done yet it's just well, you late. know what i i think's great about it because you know often the director um needs to convey to like their director of photography the cinematographer uh what they're visualizing and if you have it already in these images then you don't need to struggle with that communication as much because we're able to say, look, this is, you know, what I want. And and that's because of the storyboards. And a lot of people, you know, in indie films, we do not use them as much as we should. And I know as I've grown, I, I, I like them. I get I them agree. done all the time. Yeah. I, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, it's just by an opinion. Every film director has their own uh, way how to, how they shoot film and whatnot. But I really think it's important because if you're going to have the whole crew show up and you're talking well over ten grand in budget just on one day shooting a film, oh, or even yeah. a commercial, 
I think it's really important to have a blueprint. What are you guys going to do? I mean, this yeah. is, you know, and having that there, you know, whether you go through the uh, through the exact storyboards or it may even initiate different ideas pertaining to the storyboards. Like, oh, we can do it this way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What's your process? So you get brought on to do storyboards for a feature film. Do you like rely on a shot list or do you analyze the script and you you talk to the director? Do you have a, a, a flow? What's the process? Uh, that's a great question. And it's really important in the storyboarding. Um, normally when a director reaches out to me, most of them um, haven't worked with a storyboard artist. Some have. Um, and I normally try to make it as simple as possible. Um, I ask them to shoot over a script. I look at it. I give it a, a, a rough board count after I read the whole script. And I tell them, this is the same new storyboards are going to happen regarding the entire film. And this is the roughly how long it's going to take me. It can be, you know, a month up to, you know, six months. It depends really on the action scene. Oh, Once wow. that's approved, the budget, let me get that moving. I have a ritual that I've been doing since literally since I started where is I'll watch a lot of film almost pertaining to this to this film to kind of like generate and stimulate some ideas. So when I start storyboarding, I have some of these fresh ideas from watching the movie night before so that I can really do some really cool shots because storyboarding is really not just drawing boxes and whatnot, but it's really to like really draw out and really like put those shots on steroids, like really make it cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I've seen some of your work. That's that's why I was like, hey, come talk to me. Because yeah. you're very good at what you do. And and you do it almost like you do have the eye of a cameraman. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> yeah. um it's it's I, I think I've trained it enough. I've been doing this a while, so I, I've got it pretty down now. Yeah. I was looking at your IMDB. Oh my God, it looks like you've been so busy despite the <laughs> pandemic for the last like two or three years. Yes. Absolutely. You've been churning it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's cool that you brought that up because I have some, some exciting things that I just finished recently within the literally, I think from the beginning of the year, a little at the tail in the last year. The first and foremost was the commercial um, with, well, the legendary Iggy Pop with Unite with Unagi Scooters. That was pretty. Oh, like wow. Um, and then car, a Car Shield commercial with Ric Flair, which is absolutely hilarious. It's a take from the 1980s. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Do you get fun. to go on set as a storyboard artist? No, great question. Sometimes, yes. But most of the times, I would say 95% of the time, it's from home. Unless it's a special effects scene. Then I'll go on set and then draw these scenes out from because I have to really interact with the director and on real time. But normally when 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 I'm working on a feature or commercial, it's mostly remote because there's, there's really no reason why I'd even show up. Do you ever want to go just because like- Yeah, that would be cool. Especially <laughs> take a bunch of selfies and whatnot. Yeah, that'd be Yeah, cool. right? <laughs> They'll be like, no cameras on set, go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that that's so funny. Um, what uh, is your favorite thing to do storyboards for, like a short, a feature, or uh, now I hear you do a lot of commercial work too. Do you have a preference? No, because they're all really fun. And every time uh, a director calls me, sometimes I don't even know who it is, um, like 
it's it's pretty amazing. Like if I like the last director um, called me out of the blues, I didn't know it was, and he was the actually the director from the film Stigmata in the early nineties. Oh wow! Okay, I was like, whoa! I was like, wow! And and but he wanted to um, per shot, but for, for every story, he wanted to be on a Zoom call and, and literally go through each shot through the entire feature film. I've never oh. done. Yeah, I've never done that. And, that, and to me, right that- off the bat. Might have made me insane. Uh, yeah, it did. It did. It, um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of like that's a little too hands on. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and normally what I do right now is like I'll tell the director, you know, I'll let him know, like, hey, um, by Friday or Saturday after the whole week, I'm gonna bang out about 100 or 120 frames. 120 frames. Um, by Saturday morning, you'll have some frames in Dropbox. Check them out, look them over, and I'm gonna I'm start on the next set the next week. Yeah, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty straightforward. And normally, rarely, rarely, I get any like, oh, you got to do these shots over. I mean, I pretty much um, hit them on the nail each time. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But it's intense though right now because just like, okay, you got two months to do this. So you're like, okay. So like every day you got to meet a quota. You got to remember to breathe because you're yeah. you just put your head down and get to yeah. it, I guess. Wow. Do you draw these by hand or are yeah. they? Yeah. Oh. Most, of the, most of the time, if I have a scene that I'm not too sure about, I'll thumbnail it out. Um, okay. If the director want some feedback like hey how, how, how are you going to storyboard it? i'll normally thumbnail it out and i'll shoot it over to him and he may add or delete or whatnot and then i'll storyboard it out but when you're really on a time constraint there's not a lot of downtime where you can sit on the, with the director and kind of have coffee you're, you're really it's like you got monday through friday the many boards you got to do you got to bang them out now so if you're working with um I uh, like a feature film that's just going into pre-pro because yeah. I guess at the beginning of pre-pro would probably be the time that they bring you on board. They're fully funded. They've got their yeah. A-listers, t- you know, and now they're ready to start getting ready. How long would you say that they should plan for before they even hire you? Because I, I put those uh, things you know, in well, my budget. I agree. Planning and planning and planning. Is, you, the more you do that, the more you're going to, you're, you're going to, um, reduce the risk of some pretty like horrible, you know, obstacles. That bad come. stuff. <laughs> really bad stuff. And you know yeah. that as well as I know. It, yeah. always, it, it never fails. It never, never, never fails. I, w- I, I mean, I would tell them at least a month, two months in advance, you know, even, even more. I mean, if you can do that, great. Not when you so have a They have four months pre-pro. They should plan on on the storyboard artist for at absolutely. least two. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because then, then you can have you're not you're not in rush for time you know you're like now yeah. you're like really thoroughly like study some shots make them really cool you know um like when i worked with jaron larder for the inhabitant um it's based on the easy boarding story of a woman getting possessed by the hatchet oh, oh wow um, it was cool because he had contacted me literally like what's like five six months before so it was kind of like you know, I, I I had fun with it. I wasn't in a rush. You know, it was like right, fine. right, interesting. So, how long did it take you? Um, about two weeks actually for that. Oh, okay, that's not bad. That's not yeah, bad because at all. He, there was a certain scene that um an action scene that he wanted a storyboard out to show his um, film crew, 
he had sent me some thumbnails, and it's funny because the director's like, "Don't laugh at my sketches," you know. Really... <laughs> yeah, that would be me, my stick figures. <laughs> and I'm like laughing, I'm like, "Bro, I've seen worse." Like, really, don't. It's all good as long as you can tell me what's happening. I'm good. You know? Yeah. Um, and I even had people like take pictures, like this is how it's supposed to look, you know, and. <laughs> It's it's all good. It's all oh, good. Oh, that's so funny. Have you ever worked with um like when I, I'm writing and I'm doing a project, I like to not write out my uh the action scenes until I've actually consulted with my um my stunt choreographer because yeah. then I feel a little bit more empowered to, you know, make sure I'm I'm doing this right and, right. and how what I'm kind of picturing can translate. Have you ever worked with like the stunt people? Um, one time it was for a uh, a music video for MTV. Her name was Mattel Delhan, and oh, wow. that was yeah, that was actually all filmed on freeways. Um, oh my! And, yeah, the stunt director, um, the actress actually, because she was going to be walking on the freeway. Um, I don't know all the details, but I know the outcome um, of the video, the music video, is actually all green screen. But I remember talking to the director and to the uh, the stunt director, the stunt actress, and they're like, you know, how are you gonna do this? And I was like, you know, and some of it you 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 just have to like visually think like you're there, do some research, yeah, and just input because they don't, you know, they're guessing as well. So I try right, to give them right. the best information and like, you know, I think this works better or this and that, and and normally. When they're asking for any input, I'll, I'll thoroughly do my research prior to the night and just kind of, this is my best input, my best advice to do it. That's you know? good. That is good. It's exciting that you can yeah. do that too. Um, I have a, a question because this is just a silly question, but um, multimedia animation, how is that different than animation? Not different at all. It's just all different. Um you're dealing with marketing, you're dealing with film. The Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. have to ask or I don't know, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, but in the in the same realm, it also showed, you know, filmmaking, you know, like you yes. know, not only animation, but you can apply, you know, after effect and filmmaking, you can apply storyboarding and filmmaking. This is for, you know, when you want to learn about filmmaking. And when I started out, I, I didn't know exactly what the whole program was about, but I knew I loved animation and the whole process of, of storytelling inspired by Walt Disney as a little kid. Are you also able to animate? Yes. I directed a music video for Boy Boy West Coast. Oh my gosh. So cool. Yeah. I have an animation project. I, I should talk to you about it because we're just now putting together and it's hip hop music and yep. It's very yeah. cool. Oh, that's it, so cool. It reached, believe it or not, Brunel, um, it, it, the we did in two, less than about two months. I had a, um, a three-man crew. Um, I had a background artist, an animator, and myself. I did the storyboarding and I also did uh, some of the coloring. But we did it in about less than two months. And it reached, I think, well over 180, 200,000 hits. Oh, wow. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's Very it's cool. an area I know nothing about, but I've been asked to help. And I, I when I saw that, I was like, multimedia animation. <laughs> yeah, my brain's yeah. always spinning. It's a little more intense because when you're doing film, you can delete, record. When you're doing animation, 
every movement is done by it's done by hand it's and all. you don't have those retakes at, no. oh no. my gosh well when you're doing animation do you kind of create the character and then drop them this is how dumb i am sorry you drop them in like um into the computer after you draw them or design them and then you've got your you animate then digitally or yeah, you're, you you pretty much nailed it on the spot you'll usually do a concept part of the character okay you'll do, you'll do a full 360 of that character front side back then you'll go ahead and render it out whether it's in maya or or any 3d program or if you're using you know flash uh 2d animation okay. and then you'll take that character put that into a program because now you have a 360 view of that character and now you're ready to animate when you Very animate cool. you're putting that character on a background that i designed on a separate layer so it's all in different layers and then you you know uh you record it render you know i don't know a minute and you know the character is dancing so you'll you'll make them dance on top of the background layer you know. So making them dance, all of that is a digital function, right? You don't yeah. have to draw uh -huh. it. Yeah. Know. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm just learning. I really don't know, but I'm like, as I, it's a children's cartoon series, and oh, I'm just, so, I'm getting so fascinated with animation. I'm like, oh my god. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. So I definitely, I'll talk to you about it, but. Um, what would you recommend, like, for anybody who is, um, you know, wanting to perhaps become like a storyboard artist in this industry? Um, draw. If you don't like drawing, do not get into this field because it's 24-7 drawing. Draw, 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 draw. <laughs> um, and it's a field that's growing. I think in the, in the according to the Bureau of Labor, I think uh, it's expected to grow another 16%. Between, oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty good. So it's, it's growing. And, 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 and I think a lot of people are, I saw a lot of people on Facebook, oh, AI is going to take over. And like, no, it's, it's, it's not going to take over storyboarding. It, it's not. <laughs> I mean, no, it's my not. opinion. It's, it's not going to happen. You need a little bit of emotion in that, like real thinking. Um, yeah, you, it, it's a little bit more personal and, and yeah, it, it's different. But yeah. uh, anybody wanting to get in storyboarding, um, I have a lady now, a woman, a little girl, actually. She's like 16, I think, and she wants to get into storyboarding. You know, I'm like, and she's from Lithuania, my father's country. And I'm like, oh, I'll, wow. I'll, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'll teach you what you need to know now so you can be prepped and ready when you when you get ready for college. And That's she's like, cool. what do I need to do? And I was like, just draw, draw, draw. And the first assignment was just pick up a, you know, give me a scene. It could be whatever. And draw that out and draw and, and and give me different perspectives and make it interesting, you know. And, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you um first started, how did you go about because this is something that's hard for everybody, but how did you go about like getting your first client? What did you do? Oh my gosh, that was that was nerve-wracking. That was like <laughs> that was so nerve-wracking. I, I like I was so nervous. Uh -huh. I think my very first it was um Somewhat my first because I, I did a little bits and pieces here, but nothing like um I worked on the cannolis, which is um a skit kind of like between the Sopranos and the Family Guy. Oh, cool! Uh, okay, hilarious. That's Just really the name hilarious. is funny. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a, literally I think like ten or eleven years ago. And I remember he, he was from New York, so he had that 
that New York accent. You know, it was, it was hilarious. Wow. He's like, I need some storyboards. And I, I remember I was doing the storyboards and I was so nervous. I was like, he didn't know that. I mean, I came off like I was a seasoned professional, but. And you'd go in the bathroom and vomit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was nerve wracking, but it worked out really well. I was actually surprised how some of the storyboards came out because I actually posted some of those on recently on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Like, hey, oh, I wonder if those are this? the ones I saw. How cool is yeah. that? And it's kind of cool, but I I remember like right now I was like oh my god I'm, I I think it's like dealing with your first director storyboarding it was it was nerve wracking. How nerve-wracking. did you get the job? Like, did you just like hey give me a shot, or did you go? Yeah, through- I, um, and you know that's 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 a good question because when you start out, you're not really going to get the same rate as a storyboarder who's been into it for 10, 15 years. It's not yeah. going to happen. Um, and and I would really suggest some of them, some of the um, storyboard artists, beginners that want to start out, you know, I'm not asking you to do free, but you also need to get some things underneath your belt. Yeah. However you do that, it's your discretion. But I, I mean, I think for the least the first two years, three years, I think, I did a bunch of like, you know, um, spec work, like, you know, don't worry, just as long as you give me credit, because I was, you know, I was looking for credit, you know, and. Right, right. I did that too. I've I've written many people like short screenplays and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think in this business, um, I remember um, I spoke. I forgot what director was, but I remember in this business, like I I was like, how can I get into the deck of cards? Like in the LA, like in the scene. Yeah. And he's like, he said, he's like, once you've worked on several films, your name gets bounced around in the city. Oh yeah. it's like you're good to go it's like you don't even have to you don't even have to promote yourself you know it doesn't hurt but i mean once you start getting your name in there it's like it's all it's all green yeah you've probably come a long way right like 15 years ago however long yeah well actually 24 years doing this 24 years oh wow wow but you must love it then (laughs) i do Oh, I do. I do that, and I also do concept art. But I love storyboarding. I love storytelling. It's oh wow! It. Is there anything you haven't storyboarded for that you think would be really cool? Any type of film, or I don't know, a book, or um, no, I've, I've I've dabbled a lot of different things. Um, aside from storyboarding, I mean, I've done children's books. I worked on some few um, graphic novels that a lot of people came to me to do, but they didn't finish, um, do it to budget-wise. They didn't have the money to finish it. But I worked on several, like, concept pieces for graphic novels. Oh, wow. Um, wow. I do posters for films. Um, I do a variety of different things, but for as far as storyboarding, I've, there's a lot of lot of cool projects I work on. I can't really say I did it or I liked or I, I loved it all. It's really. Do you have a favorite project? Um, yeah, I actually do. Um, okay. It would have to be the zombie film that I I worked on two years ago with Robert. Um, the film was called Z D Z Dead N. Yeah, um, we have a connection in common that was on that film, but I he was probably background or something at the time. Yeah, I was looking at that and I was like, hmm, Z Dead N. So, what made it your favorite? Just the story, just the story or the story is so different from your normal normal zombie film. It was actually really cool. It was like character based. Um very cool. And it was really, really cool. You know, it was like a lot of like, you know, um 
when I was reading the script, and I was like, I told the, I told Robert, I was like, Robert, this is so cool, man. It's like I can't wait to storyboard it because I already visually see the scenes. I was like, I can literally like draw it for you. Oh, that's And so cool. yeah, and I, and I, and I can't wait till it comes out. I'm sure he's still in production, Yeah. but um, that was really fun because you could you, you know like it wasn't so much gore, but it was Like really. the that new one that's been out, I actually really enjoyed that because it wasn't all about the zombies, The Last of Us or something, I forget what it's called. That, right? Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, wow, we get to know the people. It's not just every episode is these, you know, big epic zombie moments. Right. Right. And the cast in ZDN is pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Good. I think one of the, one of the cops is uh, the original actor from Jason. Um, Oh, wow. was Wow. it like Ken Hoder? I think it's Ken, uh, uh, I'll tell you right now. Hold on one second. Uh, Kane Hoder. Yeah, Uh, okay. Kane Hoder. Oh, okay. Okay. He plays the sheriff in this film. It's hilarious. It's like the guy that played Jason <laughs> in the 80s is like, now he's the sheriff. now he's the, sh the the sheriff. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Do you have one um that you absolutely were like wanted it to be over? You don't have to tell me which one, but have you ever had one of those nightmare experiences and um yeah yeah there was yeah okay. that and, and and that's only um just kind of a lack of of not really understanding what a storyboard art is and not being fully Oh, okay. and when yeah and when he had reached out to me um he hit the, the the shot list and just and I, I never saw this i was like this is really really at like not normally the way i operate i mean normally Oh, you know right. That would have been painful. Yeah, and, and Kind of the painful. way he did, it was really different. And I was like, well, okay, I'm open to learn. But come to find out, it took almost twice, three times the amount of dragging this out when when he wanted something. And it was just a lack of communication and understanding. It's the learning process, especially, you know, as you get, I know from the filmmaker side, as we get more and more experienced, um, we bring in more and more elements that we might not have had, you know, Yeah. and, and storyboarding is one that, you know, I'm finally able to do more and I love it, but it is, it's a little scary on the filmmaker side too. Like, what do I do and what am I supposed to do with this? And Yeah, yeah, and I and and normally on most commercials and, and future films, I normally have a um, status call with the director, kind of like to see what is his concerns might Um, yes, be, and that's very if he's good. a little, yeah, like if he's nervous about some certain and and so when I get to that scene, I can better have I I'll put more of attention to that scene and maybe do some more research on that. Yeah, Um, that I love that. That's very good. Um, so I'm going to switch gears in a minute here, but where can people find you? Oh, uh, various ways. You can go to sturmus.com, which is A-S-T-U-R-M-A-S.com. Um, there's a contact page there. Also, Perfect. some of my work. Um, you can also reach me on Instagram at Anthony Sturmus. Um, you can also reach me at Facebook at Anthony Sturmus and on LinkedIn at Anthony Sturmus. Oh my God, I see a pattern. Yes. <laughs> Anthony Sturmus, anywhere you Right. look. There you go. That's and then sturmus.com. Um, so we're going to have to end here soon, but I wanted to switch and do something for fun that I kind of do with everybody. It's Okay. very stressful and hopefully you'll be able to handle it. There's a test All at right. the end. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so basically it's five for five, five questions.
pretty much in five minutes, give or take, don't okay. time me. And um, it's just for people to know you a little bit better and who you are as a person. Perfect. All right. So when you're ready, I'm going to start. I'm ready. Okay, cool beans. All right. First question. What is your favorite food? Italian. Italian? Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Favorite thing to drink after a long day at work? Uh, lager. Black lager beer. Okay. That's very cool. Um, what is one thing you've always dreamed of doing but haven't done yet? Uh, that's a, that's nerve-wracking. I always want to do bungee jumping for reversal, but I, I just don't have the guts to do it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I have a lot on my list like that, but I don't know that I dream about it. I dream about not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I love the adrenaline. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, somebody said running with the bulls, and I was like, why would you want to do that? And then they were like, well, it happens on my birthday every year. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. There's actually one more, and it's it's oh. – it's, um, I, since I was a child, I've always wanted to do this. I weren't, always wanted to get a boat, go out the middle of the ocean at night, and just stay overnight in the middle. In the middle oh, of the that's ocean. that's a wonderful thing to do. That's fun. Yeah, I, I yeah. When we were young, when I was a kid, that was something we did. We could still see land, but you know, we're out on the boat. But um, okay, your favorite song to sing at the top of your lungs when you're in the car. Uh it's the um. You may have to help me on this. It's that song from Ferris Bueller Day Off, the Beatles song. Oh. Um, oh my God. Uh, oh gosh, I can't. It's like they put me on the spot. But it's that <laughs> one song from Ferris Bueller. I love that song. It's okay, if you remember it, you can call me back and, and okay. I'll record it while perfect. you sing it. Perfect, um, perfect. We do, some, <laughs> we do some karaoke. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, last question. And this is probably the hardest for most people in our industry. But what is your favorite movie? Goonies. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's just playful. It's fun. It's kind of the stuff that we did as kids. Adventure. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. everything in one in one pot. It's really hilarious. It's it's just cool. And the bond between friends. Yeah, um, friendship is really to me is 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 an honor to have a good friend. Yes, um, I love that. Friend. Yeah, and wow. it's, it's it resembles that a lot. I love that. Well, yeah. I am so very grateful that you joined me today, and we had this conversation. You are awesome. Um, I hope you'll come back again. Thank you so much for now. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, thank you, and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Today's show is sponsored by Gym Kitty, helping women on their health and wellness journey by providing high quality, organically sourced vitamins and supplements. Visit them today at www.gymkitty.net. You've been listening to Movie Making with Rennell Golden. Be sure to come back for our next episode where we bring you the people who make movies you love. Got a topic about filmmaking you want to hear on our podcast? Send us an email at moviemakingpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been sponsored by Samara Entertainment.